Welcome to Small Talks, where we have small talks about a big God. I'm Crystal Walker. Let's talk. My husband and I recently moved into a new home. We were blessed to find a house right in front of a small body of water. Now, this body of water is really one of the big reasons why we bought the home. When we first moved into the house, almost every day we would sit on our balcony in awe of the view of water. Days and months passed and the extraordinary water feature became ordinary. Recently, someone visited our house for the first time, and as they marveled at the water feature, it reminded me that the one thing that caught our attention was no longer keeping our attention. There's a statement that says, familiarity breeds contempt or lack of reverence or respect. And I think that is true about a lot of things in life. For example, if you're married, the longer you are married, the more familiar and comfortable you are with your spouse and the more likely you are to take pieces of them for granted. Or how about this? Think about the first day you got your new car. It was a beauty, right? You probably kept that baby clean, smelling good and looking good. And then time passed. That new car became old. And consequently, contempt and disregard set in. This is something that can easily happen in our relationship with God, especially if you've been walking with him for a while. Sometimes disregard can sit in, and it can be easy to forget to behold the beauty of our Lord, to reverence him, and to stand in awe of who he is. Well, today, I would like to be for you what my house guest was for me, simply a reminder of the beauty we have in our God and in our Lord Jesus Christ. I want us to read a Psalm from David. He did a great job keeping the beauty of the Lord before him. David writes in Psalm 27, verse four, one thing I asked of the Lord that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Here in this scripture, it kind of feels like we're looking at a page from David's prayer journal. David has a list of requests for God. And much like us, where we are asking God for a number of things, but let's see how our list compares to David's. Here are the top three requests on David's list. He wanted to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The house of the Lord is where the presence of God dwelled. It represented perfect fellowship and communion with God. David also wanted to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord. See, first, David realized that the Lord had a beauty to behold, and it was David's desire not to ever take his eyes off of it. And lastly, David wanted to inquire in his temple or meditate in his temple. He did not want his encounter in the presence of God to be fleeting or short-lived. So he wanted to reflect and continually keep the beauty of the Lord before him. Notice his list wasn't full with material things or blessings for himself and family. Not to say that David didn't have those requests because we definitely see those requests in other verses in this psalm, but this was his one thing. This was the main overwhelming desire of his heart. His constant longing of his soul was simply for God and his presence. What's your one thing? I know we have a lot of needs and requests for God, but when we strip it all down to our one thing, when all of our desires and requests are boiled down to our main thing, is our one thing a God thing? Is our one desire for God himself? David said, one thing I have asked of the Lord, that will I seek after. So not only is God's presence his one desire, 
It is something that he pursues and seek after. So an easy way to know what your one thing is, is to look at what you're pursuing and what your ambitions are. Are the things that you are pursuing rooted in a desire for God himself? Is the reason why you want that promotion or that bigger house and that spouse or children or that degree or new business venture, is it all so that you can know and experience God in a deeper way? In order for you to long for God and his presence, you have to know that in God there is a beauty to behold. I think it's easy to find beauty in God's creations, like beauty in nature or in his people or in food or art and so on. But when is the last time you found beauty in God himself, apart from his gifts and creations? Here's an easy way to uncover the beauty of our Lord. You'll easily discover God's beauty when you remind yourself of this dark, sin-filled world. That alone will accentuate God's beauty. When you think about the injustice in the world, we ought to find beauty in God's justice and his perfect judicial system. When you are experiencing the conditional and inconsistent love from others, you should find beauty in God's perfect love. When you see the hopelessness in the world, it ought to highlight the hope that we have in Jesus. And that, my friends, is beautiful. There is beauty in God. Everything that God is, is beautiful. But have we taken these beautiful pieces of God for granted? Today, I just simply want you to find beauty in God. I'm convinced that there are daily wonders that would awaken our hearts to God's beauty if we would only open our eyes. God, may you be our one thing, our one desire, Help us desire and long to behold your beauty, and may it keep our attention forever. In Jesus' name, amen.